All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Solo Ant Show. And I am your host, Expector Ant. And I'm with my co-host, Romeo. Romeo, how you doing? Can you dig it, sucker? <laughs> I've always wanted to do it. I got to do it. Can you dig it, sucker? Now, my, my favorite, my favorite, and, and uh, for those of you listening, you should look it up on YouTube. Is when uh, Booker T was cutting a promo on Hulk Hogan, and he uh, he accidentally slipped and said the N word. Like, <laughs> like, Hulk Hogan, so how do you say it? You nigga. <laughs> <laughs> there was you talking about Hulk Hogan, and he was like, Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you, nigga. Let me tell you something, Gino. Can you out here talking about a click? The only click you need to know about is the Harlem Heat and Sister Sherry. See, because what you're dealing with here is the brotherhood. It's nonstop from this point on in WCW. We take what we want. And after we take Lex Luger and the Giant, we want the gold, sucker. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. See the people in the background. There was this white girl that was with in the background. She's like covering her face like... Oh my God! I can't believe you said that. <laughs> That's not part of the script. Not... <laughs> hey, like, I'm improvising, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> now can you dig that, bitch? Uh, should put you should put Big T in the next uh, Sunny Delight commercial. <laughs> Sunny Delight. It tastes good, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga radical. This nigga radical. Sucker. Oh man, I want the purple stuff. Sucker. Sucker. Oh man. Welcome, welcome. So as you can tell, uh, we're gonna be talking about wrestling today for the first time. It's not. It's not real wrestling though. It's not. It's not, it's real, not wrestling. real wrestling. <laughs> Man, so, uh, yeah, Romeo and I we watched uh, the 2020 Royal Rumble. Four hours worth, damn. Yeah, four, four hours, hours. And twenty minutes. Four hours and twenty now, minutes. At the end, something. Yeah, at the end, uh, at the end, man. I'll, I have. Uh, I'll tell you how I feel about that. So for me personally, um, this is my first time watching like you know the new wrestling. So I had a hard time uh, figuring out exactly who the fuck these people are. Some of them I already know. Uh, like uh, Roman Reigns, he's The Rock's cousin, uh, so I already know about him. Uh, Tamina Snuka, uh, she's uh, Jimmy Snuka's daughter, and she's The Rock's cousin, so I knew about her. So some of them I knew about, um, some of them I didn't. So for me, uh, watching as like a new uh, viewer, new fan, um, that that was just trying to it was just me trying to get to know uh, who all these people are. The one thing I will say that I liked about um, WWE is that before every match, they kind of do like a, a recap promo. So for me, who doesn't watch like, you know, Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, nothing like that, it was uh, easy for me to follow along with, uh, as far as the storyline goes and exactly, you know, trying to figure out why these people are fighting. And then another thing that I like before we uh, break down the Royal Rumble in the review that really surprised me was just uh, the production value and how far WWE has came. Mind you, I haven't watched uh, wrestling shit. I don't think I've uh, yeah, uh, since the rocking like Stone Cold and all them. So I was like, yeah, I, 
last time I watched it was maybe like oh one oh two, so it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I was telling this to Romeo, uh, you know, because I to watch the Royal Rumble, I decided to subscribe to the WWE, uh, whatever their streaming service is called. I just called the WWE app. So one of the things I like about that, bro, app, it's not it's not WWF, man. That's I'm right, sorry, it's uh, a lot. yeah, WWE. that's a copy right now. They had to fight for that's that. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I got the WWE, and then uh, but the thing I liked about the app though is that you can go back and watch like some of the old stuff. From like when we were younger, right? And you like compare the production value of the stuff that they produced back in like you know the '90s and the early 2000s. You compare it to what we watched the other day, and it's like it's hard to believe it's the same company. So like, so that that's what really got me, just like the production value and how like things have changed. Even they even had the LED lights on the turnbuckles. So like what what were your thoughts? Because, uh, I mean I don't think you watch like you know wrestling that often either. Like you don't watch like Monday Night Raw and shit. So what were you what were your thoughts on like you know just watching it uh, before we like break down like every match and shit like that? Are you you're talking about like this um, from what we what we what I've gathered here at the at the uh, this Royal Rumble? Well no 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 like no I'm like, saying like, like no I'm saying like what impressed you like for me like I said for me which is like the production value as somebody who doesn't watch wrestling anymore. Oh man, dude. That's the first thing that that caught my eye. It was the production value. There, there are even these. Um, every time they introduce like characters in the beginning, they have like and and it fooled me too because they had like these like you know how they have their like logos and stuff in three D. And mm-hmm. you notice that part for for like their introduction for each character. Every like they have their, yeah, um, have their, insignia. Oh, like their logo. Like, yeah, 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 they have their own little like like symbols and stuff. And I thought. It was like a giant, like balloon logo hanging from the audience, but it was part of their 3D, uh, um, 3D rendering as part of like their live stream uh, production. So that was cool. Whoever, and yeah, whoever their of uh, course the uh, sharpness of like, yeah, whoever their, whoever's their graphic designer, man, he has some, he or she has some good ass After Effects skills. Oh yeah, yeah, and to do it live too, that's it's really awesome. Yeah, so that, you know, like that was some really stuff. cool stuff. Yeah, hold on. Take your breaking up a little, a little bit. Also, um, um, yeah, I mean, j- just like you, uh, last time I, I started, last time I watched WWE and Monday Night Raw and all that stuff was during the, the Stone Cold, you know, Chris Jericho and like the Rock era. Like, I think ever since the Rock left and, re- and did more, more films, I think that's where I kind of fell off, you know. Uh, yeah, I looked the, it up. I looked it up. The Rocks yeah. last year was 2004. Yeah, somewhere around so, there. Yeah, so yeah. I was still in high school. I think I ended like 2001. That's when I stopped watching it. But, yeah, I mean, just the new characters. Um, there are, I mean, we're going to be talking about this, like, in, in, the, in this podcast, but there are, like, some some comebacks of um, some, you know, OG wrestlers, which we're going to be talking about later on. Um, yeah, production <clears throat> value, the music. Uh, um, I've also noticed that how how big, like, just how how big the the outcome of, of this arena was. I didn't expect that many people in the Royal Rumble. I mean, last uh, Royal Rumble. Say, uh... No, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
Oh no, no, no I'm just saying like uh, last Royal Rumble um, uh, pay per view I watched was like I can't even remember. Like I'm just, like I said during the Rock days, and I think just just the amount of people in, in this um, pay per view itself was. Uh, twice or three times more than the one, the last one I watched. So, the fan base is strong. I I didn't expect it. I, I thought WWE was dying out, but I thought wrestling was dying out because you know because of UFC and you know boxing. I mean, we have real real sports out there. Um, uh, MMA. You know, you would think like like who would really want to watch a, a bunch of you know athletes like pretending they're hitting hitting each other? But no, I mean, there's a market for it. So yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, yeah, they they uh, they announced that it was like forty two thousand uh, people that showed up in Houston for this event. That, man, that's crazy. Did, All right, did you know so, this is a, a baseball? Of actually, oh well. Before we start, this is actually uh, a, one of the. Uh, uh, this was in Houston, uh, right? Yeah, the Houston, where the Houston Nationals play. So it was a yeah, baseball stadium. Yeah. Baseball stadium. So that's incredible. Like just the design and everything, but all right, all right. So we'll start off with our Royal Rumble review and uh, the opening. Yeah, the opening match. Uh, you should have saved that for uh, the next match, but uh, well, I'm, I'm just saying, woo, yeah. right now. Oh. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> can I can I say, uh, oh yeah? <laughs> or to arrest you know what this match is all about? Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> so the first match was uh Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a false oh, count yeah. anywhere match. False count anywhere. Now again, I know who Roman Reigns is like I said he's the Rock's cousin, uh Simone dude. Uh King Corbin did not know who the fuck he was. Uh, I still didn't well Aquaman no Roman Reigns is not Aquaman. <laughs> He looks like Aquaman, bro. Yeah, he does. Like, he does. <laughs> like, well, they're both Samoan, and they got the same beard, and the they got tattoos. that pretty boy thing going on. He looks, and the tattoos. He looks like that, that guy. They got tattoos. Uh, what, what's the actor's name? He looks like the uh, Game uh, of Thrones Jason, guy. Uh, Jason, Jason Momoa. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, he just looks like Aquaman. But <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> King Roman. Well, no, I, like, I mean, King, no, King, King, King Corbin. I didn't. I didn't even know they still did the King of the Ring. I forgot all about that. So I guess uh, is that, King Corbin. Was that a King of the Ring match? No, 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 no. But they said uh, I'm not. They said he won the King of the Ring. Oh, That's why he called himself oh. King Corbin. Just like how Jerry Lawler got his king name, King Jerry Lawler, because he Jerry the he King won, Lawler. Jerry the King Lawler because he won the King of the Ring way back in the uh, 90s or 80s. I'm not sure that's how he got his name though, because I, I I could be wrong. I might have to go on the app and, and rewatch it. Yeah. Try to figure out and we got a little. lot of there's a lot, a lot of, of wrestling. <laughs> a lot you of know, wrestling. I, I, um, if I remember correctly though, I think from when I was a kid, I think he lost to Bret Hart. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. He, there was that rivalry I'm, between him and Bret Hart. Yeah. I remember uh Bret Hart like shoved his foot down King's mouth or something like that. Oh, I remember that when he put in yeah. manures, uh, like the, the king, he had to kiss his feet. Like whoever wins or whoever loses has to kiss the feet of the yeah, and then, uh, King, king yeah. kissed Bret Hart's feet and then he threw up. Oh my gosh. No, he, he like, shoved I guess Bret Hart. I guess Bret Hart. Uh, I guess Bret Hart. 
Bret Hart like some has some like nasty tasting feet for him to just throw up. Well, that wasn't Bret Hart's feet. That was King Lawler's feet. What King Lawler did was he put his foot on like a bucket of manure, like nasty shit, and then he, he didn't wash his feet the, for for that whole entire um, week. I don't know how, how long it, it took, but I, I think what happened was like uh, there was a match to where where the loser the loser has to kiss the foot of, of the feet of the uh, the winner, and so what uh, Bret Hart did was he took King King. Um, Jerry King Lawler's foot and shoved it in his mouth, and that's when Jerry Lawler threw up because he threw because of you know his dirty. You don't remember that? Oh man, I remember that. That was like one of those. Well, I, re- I remember. That I, never it, but, I, I remember it, but I just had had the details wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, hard. He kept this. Okay, but, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, King Corbin. Oh, Corbin. So, uh, yeah, King, King, actually, that dude kind of looked weird, though. He's like this tall white guy, bald headed white guy. Yeah. It's kind of awkward. What's wrong with a bald white guy? Not not for the fact that he's like a, he's tall. Facially, he kind of looks like, you know, somebody used to get picked on in high school or something like that. He looks like a guy straight from the military. King Corbin? Yeah. Actually, now that you say, I, I I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like like he served. I, maybe he did. I mean, but he was tall. He wasn't like how do you say? I mean, he's fit, but he's not like fit like wrestler fit. He's not. He's not like he's not like a buff guy. Yeah. Like he kind of had, yeah. had like a kind of had like a beer belly. Yeah, but I mean, but then again, you can't really talk say much about it about his appearance because there are different wrestlers out there with different size and weights and we'll, well get, we'll get say, to remember, that. Uh, I said remember Mankind how fat he was? Yeah, but I mean did you see how fast and strong he was and like all yeah. the shit that he went Well, I don't, know about, I, don't, I don't know about fast and strong because all my memories of Mankind are, are of him getting his ass whooped. Yeah. He was, he was like one of those like he, him, and Undertaker had like, like a rivalry, and under, I yeah, mean, uh, uh, mankind uh, actually had his had his number a few times. Yeah, the Undertaker threw him off that cage. Yeah, I mean, what what? Good God Almighty! Think of that can he jump killed off? him. <laughs> he killed him. For the love of God, stop the match. <coughs> yeah. So how do you so, yeah. feel about this uh, fight with Roman Reigns and King Corbin? So yeah, so it was a false count uh, anywhere match, which means you can pin your opponent anywhere in the arena. Anywhere, right? Now, I, me personally, I thought this was a very entertaining match. Um, it was a good way to start off the pay per view. My only beef, that I wrote this down. My only beef was that I felt like it needed to have blood, like. To me, it was just unrealistic that they're beating the shit out of each other with all these weapons and nobody's bleeding. Now, at least back in the day, like, they'll make themselves bleed, so it'll, it'll be, like, realistic. Like, okay, they're fighting all over the arena, and they're just beating the shit out of each other. You know, two guys are bleeding. This one, I just felt like it would have been, the match would have been better if, like, somebody actually, like, bled. And they should have had some blood or something, but 
other than that, I thought I thought it was a good match. What would you think about it? I I thought it was good. I thought it was an okay match. I mean, I don't really want to expect too much blood because sometimes the blood could be real. Uh, there well, are but, stories about like wrestlers but, cutting themselves because yeah. you know people want people like you want to see blood, so they, they they hide razors and shit. They cut themselves. I don't know if they do that anymore, but I'm sure they've done that in the past because I've 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 um, looked up documentaries about like wrestlers cutting themselves with razors just because the fans want blood. Inspector, yeah, I've read uh, I've read I've read books about it. Uh, we should read a uh, Bret so Hart's it's, uh, guys, book. Is guys, good. yeah. So it's fans but like I, Inspector Ad that makes them want to bleed. Well, no, I just felt like <laughs> Inspector Ad wants no, I, us to bleed. I'm gonna cut myself. <laughs> <laughs> bleed for my entertainment. Bleed for my entertainment. Cut my finger. Cut my finger real quick. Cut my finger real quick. <laughs> not enough blood. It's fake wrestling. Well, not enough. There, there was no blood at all. <laughs> I know. But he cut himself like you would be like, eh, not enough. Blood. Well, no. Okay, I okay. <laughs> this is where I look at it, right? It's like you want gore. No, it's not that, but I look at it like this, man. Wrestling is kind of like a, a movie. So, you know, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, all that shit, they use it, they use those shows to build up a storyline. And the culmination of that storyline happens at the pay-per-view where they have their final match, the, the climax. So, basing off the commentators and what they were saying, and speaking of the commentators... When they when people say white privilege, you better have Michael Cole's name right next to white privilege in the dictionary, because how Michael Cole's been able to keep his keep his job for this long? Because I, I hated Michael Cole when I was a kid watching wrestling. I thought he was like the worst commentator ever. I was like, why do they have Michael really? Cole they just keep J? Yeah, I said they should just keep Jr. But the fact that Michael Cole would be bad at his job for over twenty wait, years. Wait, wait, wait. Jr. Jr. is the guy with the cowboy hat, and glasses, right? Yeah. Okay. So, but like Michael Cole, I thought he was irritated when I was a kid. And the fact that he's been able to keep his job for this long, only a white person could be bad at his job for over 20 years and still be able to keep it. So that's Michael Cole, white privilege. So anytime anybody wants to talk about white privilege, I'm thinking about Michael Cole. But anyway, so, but based on what like Michael Cole and the other guy was talking about, the commentators. <laughs> Based on what they were saying, they were saying like you know how Roman Reigns and uh and King Corbin like they they've been beefing for months and they hate each other and finally they get this match where they finally get to just you know end it end their beef and whatever rivalry they have and just uh fight it out and so I just felt like you know if you're gonna have this match where the stipulation is you know false count anywhere you get no disqualification you can do whatever you want. And if these two guys really hate each other that much, you know, you would think that, you know, somebody's going to... I, I think back to the match between, like, uh, Stone Cold and Triple H, where, you know, Triple H ran Stone Cold over with the car. Stone Cold came back, like, a year later, and he wanted to get his revenge. And, like, him and Triple H, like, similar match where they just... It was, like, no disqualification. They could just fight wherever they want. And they just beat the shit out of each other that both men were bleeding. And it made you believe that, you know what, these two men really hate each other. And I just felt like watching this match, again, I said it was, I think it's entertaining, 
But I just thought maybe with a little bit of blood, it, it will it will help like intense, make it more intense a little bit. <laughs> you just want violence. Yeah, it's wrestling. That's that's what's supposed to be violence. It's not real wrestling though. <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean. I, I know what you're saying. I mean, if you want to, if you want to build up a story, it, it, well, if you're building up a story and you want to make these two like characters really interesting, like you really have to make it as believable as, as possible. And I get it. Um, one, there, there's, there's two wrestlers I can from the, just the tip, top of my head from what I remember in the in my past wrestling watching experience was Goldust and Amin Johnson. When Goldust kissed Amin Johnson in the lips, I was about to say that, that's, a, that's a storyline. Yeah, that's a storyline yeah. that would not fly today. That would, yeah, that would not fly today. And when Amin Johnson just woke up. From that kiss, because I guess it was scripted. I, I Goldust was uh, improvising with the um, with with the the script. I mean, Johnson just came up and just started beating the fuck out of him in front of everybody. And I was like, damn, that shit look real. Now I know we're getting off topic, but thinking about what's funny about Goldust to me, putting it in like today's standards, mm-hmm. that back then. People hated Goldust and Boodoo just because gay. For being, yeah. for being well, a Johnson. Yeah, but like people hated him because like oh you know like because he was gay. Like Goldust, even though he's a bad guy, he never really did anything bad. He was just a gay wrestler, and people hated him for it. <laughs> but I met Johnson, who who was the homophobe. He was yeah. considered the good guy back then. <laughs> it's just funny that you know you reverse if you if they did that storyline today. It'll be the opposite. Yeah. Goldust like the hero. I'm at Johnson for all that fucking homophobic. He'd be like the, the yeah. worst worst man on earth. Right, right, right. There's a lot of things. It's more than just that, but we'll we'll get into that in some Yeah, so I'm mean, yes, just thinking about that, man, it's just it's just funny to me how how much like things have changed in the last like twenty years. Yeah, they do you feel do you feel they've kind of um uh, uh, not filtered, but give us uh, a, a new WWE, and but a softer, like a softer WWE. You know, it's not as hardcore as it used to. Do you think? Well, uh, yeah, and uh, I'm not. I'm, yeah, yeah, because I'm not sure if you noticed it uh, watching the Royal Rumble, but it was rated PG. While if you go back and watch the stuff from when we were younger, it was rated uh, TV 14. Which is like the TV version of PG thirteen, so it has yeah. it has gotten softer. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I miss those lingerie fights. Uh, never again. Yeah, and which brings us to our next match, uh, the, oh, women's, the women's yeah. World Rumble. The women's World yeah. Rumble. Now, I took I took some notes <laughs> from this one too. Woo! And I gotta say, Bianca Belair. That's wifey, man. I love that girl, man. She is fine. Oh man, she is, dude. She is, dude. Well, she's fine too, bro. But let's, bro. Let's, let's take your, your thoughts out of like material. Well, hold on. What I about her say, skill, though? Like I said, I wrote, I wrote it down. So yeah, Bianca Blair, wifey, mm-hmm. Mandy Rose, Carmella, Dana Brooke. Those are three 
top-notch white women right there. All okay. three of them are finest. And Nikki Cross, uh, I said Nikki Cross, she's like mistress fine. You know, she's not fine enough to be hanging around in person, but she, I'm not to hang around like, in public, but she, she, uh, she's kind of thick, man, so I, I, I would fuck her, even though officially uh, she's like a five, but body-wise, she has my body type, she's thick, so I like Nikki Cross's body. Uh, but Mandy Rose, Carmella, Dana Brooke, and Bianca Belair, all four of those women can get it. I have a crush on all four of them now. So those, those right. might be, well, those here's my top five, favorites. bro. Uh, in the, oh, we're doing top five? I just named four. But those are my oh, four favorites. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. But if you want to do top five, you can't. Because well, I, 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 I want to put Kelly Kelly in there, too, because she's cute. Oh, my God, Kelly Kelly. Yeah, Kelly Kelly making her return. Man, she looks great for her age. How old is she now? She's got to be like in her late 30s, like mid-30s by now or almost 40. But nevertheless, she looks great. But here's my top five. Top is Alexa Bliss, beautiful. Liv Morgan, Bianca, Kyrie Sane, and Naomi. And I want to just say, Naomi... That one part where she almost got eliminated, but then hopped and then grabbed <clears> the edge of that one of the of the you know those pads like the like the guardrail or something like that. Yeah, like your guardrail, but you know they're like padded, right? Um, yeah. When she did that, man, that's athleticism right there. And for her to just chill there and just like try to find a way to get back in the ring without touching the ground, I thought that was pretty cool. The ground's being out of lava. Mm-hmm. Yep, the grabs me out a lot. She showed her athlete. All right, oh, so I to see. answer your question about Kelly Kelly, she is, she's only she's only thirty three. Yeah, yeah, she's beautiful. She's so beautiful. I mean, thirty three is not old though, so she's still young. No, that's that's young, you know. Yeah. Of course, you have like Beth Phoenix, Tony Storm. Yeah, Kelly Kelly. Kelly, Kelly, um, she was number twenty-one. She looks great, especially wearing that two-piece. And then uh, even uh, no, uh, Molly Holly still looks good for her age. Oh yeah, I know yeah, she's yeah. like in her she's yeah. like in her forties now. Now there's a lot of wrestlers that I don't even know. <laughs> These now. are all like the next generation wrestlers from NXT. I want to talk about NXT. What are these NXT wrestlers? Is that another branch of WWE? Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> from what I've uh, read, uh, NXT is like uh, Raw and SmackDown. It's like, a, it's like another uh, branch of uh, WWE. And uh, apparently they show them every Wednesday night. Okay. Okay. The Who is so, the Marella. <laughs> yeah, Who's well, obviously that was some guy in drag. <laughs> in drag. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's one minute. Bro, he was only there for com for comedy. Obviously, he wasn't going to fight the women. Because, you know, equality. There's no equality for our men. <laughs> To join the Royal Rumble in, in the females Royal Rumble. Well, yeah, I mean, in fairness, in fairness, so they have a men's Royal Rumble that he could have joined in. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh man, that was funny. Um, so, uh, but yeah, for the match though, um, uh, Charlotte Flair, she won the uh, she won the Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, obviously, she's a daughter right, of Ric right, Flair. Right. WrestleMania, baby. I, I like it when they point at the uh, WrestleMania sign and they just, you know, fireworks. Oh, you like that? Like saying, I'm. You like that? I love that. I love that. I thought that shit, I thought that shit was corny. No, no, no. I thought that was pretty cool because it, it just reminded me of, like, you know, it's victory. You know, it's like I'm going to WrestleMania. That. And that's always, I think that's been in um, all the uh, Royal Rumbles, like the pre-WrestleMania events. Like, once they win the main event matches. I remember, I don't, yeah, I don't remember Stone Cold pointing at the WrestleMania logo when he won the Royal Rumble, though. They, they, I think they've been rec- recently doing that. I've, I've seen that in a few, um, um, you know, pre, pre-WrestleMania main events where when they win the Royal Rumble or whatever the main event is you know they they win that match they start pointing at that wrestlemania sign and then of course you get the uh, the fireworks which is really cool what do you think about Shayna baz baszler she was the number 30 um she was yeah the, the she's last the last one. person to, uh, to the last person to get eliminated yeah yeah uh so what about her though like <laughs> No, she looks like she looks like someone who can whoop my ass for sure. Dude, I looked at her, I was like, fuck, dude. She looks like somebody who would fight me. Who don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck if you have a dick. I'ma fuck you up. <laughs> dude, she's she's a uh, she's gonna be 40 this year. Really? That teen uh she yeah, she's born Cena, uh Basler? Yeah, she was born uh, August eighteenth. I mean, August eighth, nineteen eighty. Wow, she's she's actually older than. So she'll be uh. That's... Yeah, so she'll be uh, she'll be forty in uh, in August. Dang. She's actually a former. She's in great she got shape into wrestling. For her. Well, she got into wrestling late though. It says here that she she actually used to be a uh, MMA fighter. Yeah, she she's got careers. that build. She yeah. Switched yeah, she switched careers in 2015 when she decided to get into wrestling. Of course, of course. Makes sense, makes sense. I and mean, she's, she's like, you know what, this, and... this real shit. I guess she figured, like, man, this real shit is just too much for me. I'm, I'm about to, you know, do the fake shit and get paid a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Well, who says wrestling's fake? I mean, yeah, you, you the script is fake, but well, the stunts are real. Yeah, but the, the stuff to the stunt is real. But I'm yeah, pretty sure yeah, though you're not getting hurt as much as like you know MMA. I mean, like you're not you're not true. taking the beating like you are in MMA, yeah. Or you're not getting like, brain damage about, like you are a, like a boxer. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Or you, you don't know, you don't get well, like a neck injury the wrestling, you know, like you football. Gotta, uh, no, because uh, in the wrestling you still get hurt. I mean, all those chair shots. Mm-hmm. Look what happened at Edge. Well, I said, look what happened to Stone Cold with Owen Hart gave him the power driver and broke his neck. Mm-hmm. So wrestling, so yeah, uh, okay. no, it's not. Well, it's okay. I'll say this: it's predetermined. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's so fair. the women's war rumble, I actually thought was 
Uh, yeah. entertaining. War I actually thought it was, it was very, it was very entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. More entertaining mm-hmm. than I thought. Uh, I don't remember them being doing a, a women's war room, but I think there's something new uh, that mm-hmm. they just started. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very entertaining. Uh, I thought women today are far far more athletic and uh, have far more wrestling ability than the women uh, that were in the WWE back when we watched it. Uh, that's one thing that uh, impressed me. Uh, actually, that's one thing that impressed me about the whole entire pay per view. Really, is um, how many women matches that they had and how uh, the women are just as talented of wrestlers as the men are. Because back in the day, the women were basically just there for eye candy. Um, but watching it the other night, like these women, yeah, they're still eye candy, but these women can actually, you know, wrestle. And that really impressed me. And I was really, um, the women's world Rumble was by far one of my, uh, one of my favorite matches of the night. Like I, I was really impressed with these women, uh, what they can do. And I thought it was really entertaining. You know, what were your thoughts on the, the women's world Rumble? I love it, man. I mean, this is the first women's Royal Rumble I've ever watched, and I didn't know how to feel about it. Or, I, I mean, I, I'm sure there was like a battle royal, women's battle royal, um, from back in the 2000, you know, 2004 era. Um, but I wasn't really too intrigued about it because it was more of like eye candy stuff. But like you mentioned, these. These women are athletic, and a lot of them have martial arts, um, um, uh, martial arts exper- experience and background. Uh, um, some of them also have, like, uh, you know, like sports background. Um, and not only that, they, like the fact that they're it's so diverse, and there's so many like different, I, you know, there's there's so many like different sizes. Like I'm not I'm not just talking. About like you know certain parts of the body, I'm just talking about like they're built. Like they they also have women, a uh, few women that are like big, like really buffed up, and it's interesting watching like all the different like like uh, you know you know techniques that, and skills that these women have. It's, it's interesting. I like it. I loved it a lot. It's I want I want them to do more of this. And if I was to give it a rating from one to ten. I'm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give this a uh, nine point five out of ten. How about you? If you were to I was, give I was this, you can give it a full. I'll. I'll give it a full ten out of ten. Full out of ten out of ten. Okay. Cool. 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 So yeah, now I'm the question to, is though, is that um, who do you think Charlotte Flair will fight at WrestleMania? This, this is the reason well, I okay, gave we'll it later, a nine point five. This is the reason why I gave it nine point five. They favored Charlotte Flair. I think they're a bit biased and yeah, once it's had yeah, yeah, I, that's I, I, why I give it nine point five. That's what. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll agree with you there because once yeah. Charlotte Flair got into the World Rumble, you kind of tell her, okay, like she's gonna win this shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, they kind of, kind of like you know, they also did the same thing with the men's World Rumble too. Uh, we'll get to that later, but yeah, the women's World once she got to the ring, it was like okay, you knew like she was gonna win this shit. It was kind of obvious. It, at that point. If you can pick three, if you can pick three out of your uh, top, like, and not without being biased, just based on skill and talent and charisma, who do you feel should have won this uh, Royal Rumble match? If you can pick three, just three, your top 
Okay. I have mine. Um, okay, Bianca uh, Belair, because she she has a lot of skill. Um, uh, um, what's her name? You just said her name too. I can't think of it. Um, yeah, Naomi. Another one. No, no, uh, Naomi, the one you were talking about, the black chick. Yeah. That's her name, right? Naomi. Naomi. Yeah, uh, her, and then um, yeah, number thirty, uh, Shania uh, Baslier. Most def, like she she would have been believable if she won it, cause like she was so buff and strong. She looked like she was like one of the strongest women, and also too well uh, that Nikki Cross chick. She was uh, she was dominating in the beginning, but she was kind of helping Alexis Bliss though, if they had like a little partnership going on. Well. Well, she she was actually me be my number one, uh, Shina ba- Basler. I think she she should have won it because, like you said, she's more believable. She's got MMA experience in, in the background, and you can look at her like look how defined she is. You know her build. I mean, she, she's built like like a beast. You know, she she looks like someone straight out of the military. So like she she looks like someone from the marine, like a marine chick. Just her look and her, she looks you know, like, she looks like she's still fighting in the MMA. Yeah, yeah. So she'd be my number one, of course. Bianca, Bianca would be my number two because she's got athletic skills. Um, not, I mean, besides her beauty, she's got she's very beautiful. But as as far as athletics, athleticism and skills, um, for her, like, like lasting and eliminating, like I think she eliminated like seven. Um, superstars when she was in the ring, she was like one of the uh, uh what number yeah, was she? She, she uh, she did she very two. well, she was number two and she, she lasted the longest. One of uh, I think she, she longest. lasted longer she than most. the longest, yeah, yeah, she lasted the longest. And number three would be um, Santina Morella. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's, that's a dude, though. You can't have a dude in the world. In the I'm world. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> actually i did i did think though uh, i did think that mandy rose was gonna win it only because remember before the match started they had interviewed her and it was kind of like some type of storyline going on between her and her, her homegirl oh so yeah i yeah. thought one of them were partner i so i thought where they were setting it up i thought one of them was gonna win it but like i said once charlotte flair came in you just knew like okay she's gonna win that shit well, okay, my number three would actually be Beth Phoenix. See, I never thought I Beth Phoenix would, would win because she, yeah, she was more. Beth Phoenix was kind of like Holly, uh, Holly, I mean Molly Holly. They were just there for like nostalgia. I'm, okay, okay, okay. No, I understand that. Um, I don't know how, how, like how long long Beth Phoenix has been in the wrestling um, era, but was she there during the time of Kelly Kelly? Yeah, and then um, she had retired because she decided to get married and become a mom, and then she made a return. uh, Then she she made a return uh, the other night. She's actually married to Edge. She married Edge? Yeah, they have kids together. They're married with kids. Oh, damn. Well, you know so, yeah, their so kids are going to turn out. Uh, 
probably do the same thing as your parents. Yeah, so it's no surprise Just that you know, made his return. Wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. So dad, like, uh, how do you how do you do the spear? <laughs> All um, right, so uh, if you're okay, who do you think uh who do you think Charlotte Flair is gonna challenge at WrestleMania? The SmackDown women's champion or the Raw Women's Champion? See, I don't even know what the draft is between the SmackDown and Raw. I mean, what is the difference? I know Mon- Raw is Monday night, right? Yeah, and SmackDown's on Friday. And SmackDown's on Friday. So it's a, it's a split, yeah. right? It's between the superstars and they do their like drafts, right? Yeah, but my, like the, my uh, Monday, Monday Night Raw is that, um, Yeah, but my understanding is that whoever wins the World Rumble has a uh, has the choice to challenge whatever champion she wants. Well, who's the champion? My question is, who's the champion between the two SmackDown and Monday Night? in the women's division. Well, it's, I'm glad that you, I'm, I'm glad that you asked that because that brings us to our next match, which is the SmackDown okay. Women's Championship between uh, Bailey, who I also think is uh kind of cute. She's the SmackDown Women's Champion, and right. she hold on, I wrote it down. Uh, I wrote I wrote it down who she was fighting. Becky Lynch. Uh, oh, Bailey no, no, defended. Her, no, she defended her belt against Lacey Evans. Who Lacey Evans, uh, she kind of reminded me, her character like this all-American girl. She kind of reminds me of uh, the character on uh, Glow. Not sure if you watched that on Netflix. She's like this, like, this all-American chick. Um, but yeah, Bailey uh, definitely has a nice ass. Just want to put that out there. Oh! Can't... Okay, I, I, um, before we get into that, can I I also give an honorable mention to Beth Phoenix because there was one scene, I forgot who it was, I think it was, it might have been Bianca who busted her skull onto the, uh, her back head onto the, uh, to the ring post. And for someone like you, Who's like not enough blood? Beth Phoenix was bleeding the whole entire match, and it got on everybody. Like there was blood on um on Flair, there was blood on freaking uh, Bianca. Everyone had blood on them, and you're like thinking, did these girls just cut themselves? But then you look at like you know Beth Phoenix head. If you uh, if you remember the match, uh, the Royal Rumble, like at first you think, oh, wait. She didn't dye her like a partial part of her head like pink or red, did she? Because from what I recall, she came in blonde, fully blonde, but she had red, like red marks all over her head because she busted her head. So, honorable, I, I just want to say much respect for Beth Phoenix for continuing the match, even if she was like bleeding all over the place. That's all I wanted to say. I mean, especially someone like you who doesn't. Who's like I'm not enough gore? <laughs> Someone's hand needs so, to get chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next match was the women's uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Bailey was a women's champion, and she defended the title against Lacey Evans. Okay. Now, okay. 
as, as far as this match is concerned, to me, it was like the worst match of the night. Like, it, it was boring. And I absolutely couldn't give a fuck about any one of these women. Other than the fact that Bailey has a nice ass, that's the only thing I, I, I could pay attention to in that match. Like, the match was just boring. I really wasn't into it. And the crowd wasn't into it either. Like, the crowd was, like, silent for this match. Like, nobody gave a fuck about these two women at all. Um, but Bailey did win. She defended her title. So she she Bailey's your SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, but overall, like I said, the match was just, to me was just boring. The only good thing about the match is that Bailey has a nice ass. Other than that, I can I can care less about that match. So what were your thoughts on the SmackDown Women's Championship match between Bailey and Lacey Evans? So can we talk talk about like Beth Phoenix and how, how she? No, I'm just fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> about that match, uh, it was okay. I mean, I don't, I don't. Sorry, I just have respect for Beth Phoenix right now. Um, I, yeah, the match was cool. You know, I mean, I, I want to watch the match because I want to, I'm, I want to get invested into these new characters and see what they're all about. I mean, well, no, no, but as, I, I get that. My, my issue was that I thought it was boring. Like the crowd wasn't even into it. The crowd was silent for that match. Well. well are they a well-known? Um, are they well-known um, superstars? Well, they have to be because Bailey is the women's champion, so she has to be well-known. Okay. Well, um, is Bailey a face or is she a what do you call it? Villain. <laughs> what a do heel. they call it? Villain. A heel. A heel. A face heel. is a good guy. Heel is a bad guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, that's, that's the thing. I couldn't really. Okay, now, once again, I'll, I'll preface this that, you know, Romeo and I, we don't watch wrestling that often. So we don't know anything about these people, these characters. But my issue with this match was that it was boring. And I couldn't really tell who was the face, who was the heel, because the crowd was silent. Like, the crowd didn't cheer for either one Nobody of them. Like, the absolutely not, yeah, the crowd could absolutely yeah. not give a fuck about these two women. It's like, it's like the crowd decide, like, you know, oh, oh, Bailey, oh, Bailey and Lacey Evans are wrestling. Okay, it's time to take a bathroom break. Yeah. I, now, let's, I, uh, well, let's talk about the mini If they're, they're more like the, um, I mean, because everyone knows who's going to fight right after and what's going to go after the, the fight, which is the main event. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, I mean, well, I think like people the are more, the more focused on the next like fight. The... That's why. Huh? No, so like it was in the middle of the pay-per-view. So what do you call it like the mid-card or something like that? Yeah. I mean, but I, I think it's just I, I think I think you it's just considered boring because it's it's like the calm after the storm. And the storm was the women's royal rumble. Like that was a shit, you know. Like first you so have you think... your so you think that the the fan the reason why the fans weren't into it because they they use all their en- energy for the women's yeah. world rumble? Absolutely, absolutely. Fair enough. I think so. I, I think so. I mean, we we print. I give it a nine point five out of ten. You get you gave it a ten out of ten. And of course, I'm giving it a nine point five because of their biased decision as to who's going to win the Royal Rumble. But other than that, it was entertaining overall. Uh, but you know, you're you're going to have to like. It's gonna be a fight right after, so you, you gotta think like everyone was like on top of their their you know on, on, on their feet when these these uh, superstars were coming out. 
So having like a mediocre type of fight, even if it's not a mediocre fight, but it's supposed to be a, a women's champion event right after. Yeah, but it's also yeah, for the women's really... championship. Like you would think the crowd would be more into it than they, what they were. But then, I, but Maybe what I'm saying think, is, I don't even yeah. blame the crowd because watching it at home, I wasn't even into the match. Like, okay, yeah, like why? Why? I've been watching like I, I could not care less about any one of these women. Like, so the I only think, thing that I got think, me interested was the fact that Bianca had nice ass. That was it. I, I think I think these women need more drama uh, towards each other because they didn't have like a, a a feud between each other or any like background story. I think that's that's what the uh, uh, what they were missing. So if there were like history between these women, then yeah, like every fight, even with the Roman Reigns King Corbin fight, uh, um, there was drama between them. So of course, people want to see Roman Reigns win. He's the face, and King Corbin being the heel and everything. They want Roman Reigns yeah. to do to King Corbin what Corbin did to him. So it was like a payback fight. So that's why it, it was. It's a good starter. It's a good starter for the event. Now you have a, the women's Royal Rumble, and of course, all these new, like you know, new uh, new uh, superstars and um, other superstars making a comeback after all these years. Like it's the most exciting thing you've seen, and you're thinking, "Damn, if it's this great, I wonder how the main event's gonna be." You know. So after that, you watch an event that has very, very little. Excitement, of course, people are just gonna be like, Oh, okay, next fight, please. You know, or am I just exaggerating? All right, so, um, the next match was for <laughs> look, at you, look at you reading your cards. Is... Like, I gotta, I gotta make sure, I gotta make sure everything's in order, I gotta make sure everything's in order. <laughs> Yeah, like All I right, said, man, I, I, I took notes. <laughs> I, I knew I knew we were going to talk about this, and since I'm not All knowledgeable right. about the subject, I, I wanted to make sure yeah, that you know I, I got you. everything. I did the same thing too. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the next what match we had, bro, uh, <laughs> you're so focused though, bro. Like, nah, wait, okay, I got to make sure. Wait, the way you said it, though, I, like, yeah, I, I, I did the same shit too. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, now, you know, this is back to your point earlier, and I'm going to yeah. uh, go back to it because this, this annoys me too. And this is why I hate the fact that – I think this is part of the reason why I stopped watching wrestling, to be honest, is when they decided to split up uh, Raw and SmackDown. Raw. Because it, Raw became, and SmackDown. it became too confusing. It became yeah. too confusing. So you have – so the next match we have is uh, The Fiend. Clippers versus Lillard. Which I got to say, I like, I, like his, uh, I like his gimmick, man. I like that mask and uh, oh, the whole oh, yeah. like, gimmick. The fiend, yeah. So yeah. The, yeah, the fiend, yeah. So he defended his uh universal, he defended the universal championship against Daniel Bryan. Now, I guess the yes! universal champion is like, is like the main, yeah, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> I, I like him, I, I like it. Well, I like the fiend, I like even though the fiend was the heel, but I liked him better, like, he just had a cool look, like, loved the mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of like bipolar because, like, one minute he's like uh, Mr. Rogers, and the next minute he's like this like evil badass who wears a mask. Even though I did, even though I did hate the fact that he stole uh, mankind's move because he used the mandible claw the mandib- to beat Daniel Bryan. Claw. He he's like yeah. like as Ripped if off, if, Kane, if, if 
He's like, if Cain, mankind, and the boogeyman had a baby, a threesome and a baby, then you have the fiend. The fiend, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But back to your earlier, <laughs> but back to your earlier. Oh. Yeah. Now, that's actually a good one. Too. I was just thinking that, too. Like, if mankind and Cain had a baby, you get the fiend. Well, if, if mankind but, uh, and Cain and the boogeyman had a threesome and had a baby, you'd have the fiend. Threesome had a baby, then you get the fiend. Yeah. The boogeyman, yeah. You got the fiend. So, but this is what I hate though, because to me it's confusing. Because like, okay, Brock Lesnar is the WWE champion, which is for Raw, but then this yeah. dude is the Universal champion, SmackDown. So it's confusing. Like, okay, like who the fuck is the main champion? And it's the same thing for the women. Like the women, they have one champion for Raw, one champion for SmackDown. It just gets too confusing. And I remember they did that towards the, uh, when Brock and Stone Cold. That's part of the reason why I started watching it because like, you got too confused when they started like separating everything. Cause like since there's no more competition for them, they had to make competition for themselves by like splitting you know, the two shows up. So but uh, yeah, so anyways, you know SmackDown is the Crips, and then uh, Raw's Bloods. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going by the colors. So uh, the one thing, the one thing I did not like about the Fiend though is his custom-made championship belt. It, it, I wasn't feeling that. It was just like a a piece of leather with his face on it. Okay. So the Fiend, he defended his uh, championship against Daniel Bryan in a strap match. And basically what the strap <laughs> match was, like, he took like a strap. <laughs> they took like a strap and they tied it, on, they tied it around each other's wrist. Oh. <laughs> Not around their waist? The Fiend, he was shit out of Daniel Bryan, too. So the welts on his back. Bro, you can call wrestling fake all you want. That shit is real and that shit hurts. Yeah, I know we, we we went over that. It's not really fake. It's just predetermined. Predetermined. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he was uh, spanking him with a with a, with a piece yeah. of leather. Well, he was whooping his ass like a, he was whooping him. He was whooping Daniel Blade, uh, Daniel Bryan like a slave. All those welts and shit on his back. <laughs> yeah. He was whooping him with that strap. Yeah. Yeah. So he was beating Daniel Bryan like Daniel Bryan owed him money. Shit, where's my money, bitch? Yes, yeah, no, now, no, no. <laughs> so I thought I thought it was an entertaining match. I actually enjoyed it. My only beef with this match was the the storyline behind it. Like basically, they were fighting because the Fiend forced Daniel Bryan to cut his hair, which I think was like a a dumb story plot. But the the match itself was was pretty good, and uh, I like I said I love the fiend, I love the character, I just hate the fact that he ripped off uh, mankind with the mandible claw. So what were your thoughts on this match? Uh, the the universal the fiend defending his uh, universal championship against Daniel Bryan in a strap match. I I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it more than the um, the the fight prior to it. Uh, the the women's championship fight. I enjoyed this one because oh, Bailey versus this, uh, Lacey Evans. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed this fight better. Um, I I I know the strap match has has been they've been doing a strap match with WWE for quite a while already. Um, but this the introduction with well, I guess it wouldn't be the introduction of the Fiend because it's gonna be my introduction to the Fiend to the to the Fiend because I've never seen well, say, this character the, before. The champion. Yeah. 
he's a champion, so he's been there for a while. But you know, us being like uh, new to this new era of wrestlers, um, it was something new to me. And I thought it was I thought his mask was pretty cool. Like I mentioned, you know, it had kind of like a, a Kane Mankind, you know, mix to it. But we still get to see his face. You know, his like you said, he's bipolar, so he, uh, his character changes as far yeah, as like when personality. He, uh... Yeah, when he doesn't wear the mask, he's kind of like a, a Mr. Rogers type character. Like a super nice, then, crazy guy. Yeah. Then he puts the mask on, he's like a totally different person. Yeah. And um, I, I also like his uh, introduction song. Um, that was pretty cool because it comes out as like playful and then it turns into like this, uh, what is it? Kind of like, is it ska? Like Metallica kind of music you know like heavy metal or something like, or like, punk. yeah it's a heavy metal heavy metal yeah like heavy metal so i thought it was pretty cool and just him just like rocking to it before he gets to the ring i thought it was pretty cool so his his introduction yeah, entrance I, was cool well, uh, i was gonna say uh mm-hmm. sorry to cut you off i'll say his, his introduction music fits the character's personality the character. how like it switches up yeah 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 so he's kind of like this demonic freaking character uh, that comes in. Um, now the the strap match was in, was really, I mean, it was I thought it was pretty cool. I thought they were gonna extend it a little bit more as far as stunt wise. Um, like you, kind of like how, kind of like how you felt between Roman Reigns and King Corbin fight. Like you would, you know, you would think since these guys hated each other, they do a little bit more. But then even towards the end of the fight, when Fiend um, pinned him down, and I think the Fiend beat him, right, by Countdown? Was it Countdown? Or yeah. Was it he, he, uh, no, no, he, he used the mandible claw to knock him out. Oh, okay. So it was sub- like a submission, basically, right? Yeah. We'll call like, it that's what he ripped off of Mankind, because remember yeah, yeah. Mankind would use the mandible claw. It, it yeah. knocks you unconscious. So you, you don't really... It's kind of like submission, but not really... Uh, well, it, well, for you know, for argument's sakes, we'll just call it the submission because we can't. There's no other. Can't call it anything else. So after he beats him by submission, yeah. um, I, just looking at um, Daniel Bryan's back, he started. There's like a lot of blood. There's some blood there. So I'm thinking, whoa, this is more blood than the Roman Reigns King Corbin fight. So I thought that was pretty raw. That was gnarly. So I enjoyed the fight. Like I almost believe Daniel Bryan, like when he when the officials were trying to help him out of the ring, I almost believed that he was in you know excruciating pain. I don't know if that was for an act or anything, but that was pretty good. You know, I I enjoyed that fight. Yeah, so I enjoyed that yeah, fight, I, I... Inspector Ed. <laughs> And I, I agree. I, I enjoyed it as well. <laughs> All right. And then the I can next tell you, match like, you're like reading, the... reading the next, the next. No, like, <laughs> I saw yours. <laughs> you're like pause for a second. You're like, okay, next note, <laughs> next topic. <laughs> I can hear your mind, bro. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. So the next match was a uh, was the Raw Women's <laughs> Championship. Uh, between uh, the champion Becky Lynch, she was defending it against uh, Oscar. I think that's how you say her Oscar. name. Oscar, the, the, yeah, Jap- the Japanese chick. Yeah, Oscar. The yeah. um, 
Now, I love me, this match. Okay, the, it was a good match, but I, I was kind of out of it because it. of, like I said, they, they do the hype videos, right, before every match to kind of, if like if you don't know the storyline, those hype videos kind of catch you up on the storyline, on what's going on. So, the storyline between this match was that, like, Becky Lynch and Asuka, they've been kind of beefing for, like, a year, and every time these two women fight, Asuka always wins, and Becky Lynch, for whatever reason, just can't beat Asuka. So I already knew before the match even started, like, okay, Becky Lynch is going to win this shit because it's part of the storyline. Like, you know, you have her losing to the same person every time for a year. Eventually, she's going to have to win. So what better way for her to win than on the pay-per-view? So I already knew Becky Lynch was going to win. So because of that, it kind of took me out of the match. But uh, overall, it was, a, it was a good, entertaining match. I did like how Asuka, uh, again, another ripoff from uh, Tigeria. I'm not sure if you remember, remember Tigeria. Uh, with the with the mist, they split out that green mist. Yeah, but she's a female. I that was version. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, female version. That's all. I, but I'm saying it reminded me of Tajiri how they he used to split out that green mist, and now Oscar doing the same. Thing. It must be like a Japanese thing. You no know, Japanese wrestlers, they just like spit out shit out of their mouth. I don't know why. Like a dragon. Yeah, I like how yeah. Becky Lynch looks like the Black Canary. Like yeah. a like an Irish version. Oh man, dude, I love her accent. Like, oh, I like you like that uh, Irish that oh, Irish God. accent. Oh, I love her Irish accent. Oh, it's it's so sexy, dude. Becky Lynch is beautiful. She's one of the sexiest. I think she's she one is. of the sexiest um, superstars there. Yeah, Oscar um, is beautiful. I mean, I love them, and I know you're you know you're not really into Asian girls, and I'm usually picky with the type of Asian girls and their look, but I love I love their gimmick. I, I love, love like you know how she spits that green stuff. Well, who's, like uh, a dragon. Who, who's uh, well, which one you think is harder, Oscar or her uh, her homegirl, the other Asian chick? I think the other one, but still, Oscar has got that personality though. She's got charisma, and I'm glad they made them heels because when I think when they started off, they started off as face as uh, faces. They were like good guys, and and uh, the two uh, the two Japanese girls. Yeah, yeah. And so when they turn into heels, it made their characters even more interesting. I don't know why. Maybe something about like evil Japanese women, or even Asian women, just makes <laughs> makes a better um, makes a better villain <laughs> than heroes. <laughs> oh, but, um, that's, that's nothing. I forgot to mention though, um, the two Asian girls, Oscar uh, and I forgot her homegirl's name, but they're women. I, I didn't Ky know they had a, a women's tag team champion. Isn't it Kyrie Sane? Uh, Ky uh Kyrie, right? I think it's Kyrie. Yeah, you, you she, wrote it she down? was. Was she in the Royal Rumble? She was in Royal Rumble, right? Uh, yeah, she was in the Royal Rumble match, but she's also like Oscar's uh partner. Well, I found yeah, yeah tag team partner. They're tag team champ. They're women's yeah. tag team champions. Yeah, and that's nothing. I didn't know they had a women's tag team champion. So they're, uh, they're the women's tag team champions. So I thought that was pretty cool. Champions. But they yeah. now have a, a women's tag team as well. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't know. I like them. I I really like their gimmick. I like their style. Uh, um, I like Becky Lynch. I mean, she's interesting. She's very athletic too, and I like her style too. So I mean, great future for these two for these uh, group. I was confused though why they kept calling her the man. Yeah, like was is she? I, I was thinking like, oh damn, she. She's a tranny. She's the first 
some tra uh, transgender fluid. <laughs> I thought she was the first transgender. And then everyone's just supporting her and her courage and her strength. Like, you're the man, Becky. Well, am I right or am I wrong? No. I'm wrong, right? <laughs> I thought she was a transgender. I don't know if like she's transgender, but I, I was confused. Like, why do they keep calling her the man? I don't know. Like, don't know. Maybe, like, human, like, the man is representing, like, humankind, I guess. Like, human, I don't know. But I, I, that's her thing. And even the guys were like, yeah, you're the man. And if I think she's that hot, I hope yeah, she's I was... not the man. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe she's uh, one of those girls that, uh, that like to put on the strap on and fuck her boyfriend in the ass. Who knows, bro? I mean, she, she does have a deep voice. So maybe yeah, it's, but it's see, I, I just I, I gave her I I, I, yeah, so I, I thought it was an Irish thing. I, th I thought her voice that's why her voice is deep because like an Irish thing. Maybe it's maybe it's it, it goes deeper than that. <laughs> but hey, she's the man, bro, yeah. and, and she won the the she won the um, was it the championship? Is this the women's women's championship, right? Well, well she she. She was, she is the woman's championship. Uh, not, well, she is the woman's champion, but she, yeah. she defended her belt against Oscar and retained right. it. She won, but but she's so now that brings us back to the women's world. But the yeah, so she's the Raw's women's champion. Raw's Bailey, okay. Uh, Bailey is the SmackDown women's champion. SmackDown. So now okay. that goes back okay. to the women's world. Now I got it. If you're if you're Charlotte, because if you're Charlotte Flair. Who are you challenging at WrestleMania? You challenging Bailey, the SmackDown Women's Champion, or are you challenging Becky Lynch, the Raw's Women's Champion? You know what? Uh, because of the turnout and, and just by popular demand, I think I think she should go with Becky Lynch, right? But because I feel bad about how people weren't cheering as much with the Bailey fight. I think to boost up her pop, uh, Bailey's popularity, uh, popularity level, um, Flair should go against Bailey. SmackDown. So if I'm, if I'm if I'm Vince McMahon, I'm making Flair challenge Becky Lynch only because Becky Lynch, based on what I've seen, is more popular, and I think it's easier to sell that fight than Bailey. Because like I said, Bailey. Bailey, even though she's the SmackDown Women's Champion. But just based off the crowd reaction, it's like yeah. nobody gave a fuck about it. Nobody. Yeah. It's kind of sad, bro. Dude, like I said, if not for the fact that she has a nice ass, and I knew we were going to be talking about this on, on the podcast, I probably wouldn't even watch that. Well, you're, I, I think yeah. you're talking about her ass more than her talent, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's I don't think I've mentioned about, about her ass once. Ass. That's okay. I know. I'm like, damn, Bailey has some nice ass. Like, she really has some nice ass. Nah, I just, I, I just want to fly to Houston just to touch it. Okay, so what's the next one? So, okay, the next match is the main event, which is the Men's Royal Rumble. Now, the Men's Royal Rumble, much like the Women's Royal Rumble, um, Can you dig I thought it was. Was entertaining. What you gonna say? Can you dig it, you sucker? Can you dig it, Hulk Hogan? I'm coming for you, nigga. <laughs> oh my 
God, Mom! He said the no-no <laughs> word. Oh, <laughs> uh, what were you saying about the word? It's like a no, it's like a, it's like South Park. Like Cartman, did you just curse? What Jew? No, the F word. <laughs> I don't remember that. Right, so, okay, Park. so what to say about the? Uh, <laughs> What I was saying about the the men's uh, Royal Rumble was like uh, it was inter- like just like the women's inter- uh, Royal Rumble. I thought the men's Royal Rumble was very entertaining. Um, but the the problem that you have with the women's Royal Rumble, and it's the same problem I have with this the men's Royal Rumble, is that once Drew McIntyre entered, you pretty much knew he was gonna win. Like, it was just kind of obvious. But I will say this: Brock Lesnar, man, he came out, he just dominated. He he eliminated oh like the first gosh. fourteen people by himself. Thirteen. He didn't and I was beat confused. The I'm like, okay, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he broke. Uh, I think they said it was Kane or Roman Reigns. One of them. One of their records. No, no, he didn't break. He didn't but, break uh, the record. He 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 tied up he the record. No, he didn't. Oh, okay, That's what I was pissed about because they had him stuck on on the 13. Um, he didn't break that tie. So I was like, oh shit, just one more, and he breaks it. You know. But he did it. But see, but once had, once uh Drew McIntyre came in, he immediately eliminated Brock Lesnar. So I said, okay, once he eliminated Brock Lesnar, like, okay, yeah, this this dude's gonna win. Yeah, yeah. Because Brock Lesnar was just dominating everybody. I, I like that one scene when Shelton Benjamin came out, and they like, oh, oh my yeah, boy, they, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> and it's like, hey, dude, they look great, hey, man. Oh, yeah, like, they hyped it up to like, oh, Shelton Benjamin and Brock Lesnar, they went to, they played college football together at the University of Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, go yeah, yeah, yeah. they go way and back. They go way back. They're all hugging they're like, and shit. Yeah, they're like colleagues and shit. And they're all hugging. Yeah, Next, you know what? Like, I already knew. I already yeah, knew when they were yeah. like, let's, let's team up and everything. I already knew like Brock was going to like, because he was right behind Shelton. That, and I was like, oh yeah, shit. That Brock's going to toss his ass. Yeah. I thought he was going to do the, um, the his his finishing move on him first, but he just tossed him, you know, which was pretty funny. But see, I was confused uh, that Brock was even in the match to begin with because he is the Raw champion. And it's like the winner of WrestleMania fights the champion, so why would he be in the match? It didn't make any sense. Unless he was gonna challenge the SmackDown champion, which is the Fiend, which might be possible, but he didn't win, so we'll never know. But uh yeah, but Brock Lesnar, he came in, he just dominated everybody. Well, I mean same reason I guess the same reason why Roman Reigns and King Corbin was still part of the Royal Rumble. I mean, I would think, like, even after Reigns and Corbin fought, I, I would think, like, damn, aren't you tired from all that, from all that beating from earlier? <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> you still got enough energy though, they were for, like, the Royal Rumble? Yeah, but, but I was gonna say, though, in fairness, though, they fought, they were the first match of the of the, of the pay-per-view. And so the, the, the main event, which is the men's Royal Rumble, that was, like, three hours later, so they had plenty of time to rest. Yeah. That's true. I guess it goes the same with the uh, the, the women's division. But then the women's the, the women's um, oh, but then again the the women's Royal Rumble came came right after, so there was no time. For yeah, us. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I Brock Lesnar, dude, 
Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Are you sharing your thoughts right now, or do I share my thoughts first about the Royal Rumble? Well, uh, no, I was gonna say, uh, you go ahead and share your thoughts on the Rumble. I was just saying, like, uh, I, I enjoyed the match. I thought it was very entertaining. Uh, but like you were saying about the women's World Rumble when it came to Charlotte Flair, that was my issue with the men's World Rumble too. Was that once Drew McIntyre came in and he eliminated Brock Lesnar, you already knew okay this dude's gonna win the, the Royal Rumble. Like it was it, it was no surprise. Like the the, the sense of like uh, disbelief was gone. Like you already knew this guy was gonna win. This is uh, the same the same issue I've, I had with I forget which I think this is Royal Rumble from two years ago when um, when they were trying to boost up Shinsuke Nakamura's um, popularity when he won the Royal Rumble I was that, like, uh, like what that, 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 that Japanese dude yeah yeah I mean I okay don't get me wrong I like this guy's charisma I love his introduction his music his introduction music is awesome it's one of the best yeah, like, I, I like the, the theme fans, song uh, I, I like with the fans like sing along yeah 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 I forgot how it goes but you know what I'm talking about I even I loved it so much that I downloaded it in Spotify so I could listen to it while I'm driving but for him to win the Royal Rumble I think that was like too much of a push I'm like are you serious yeah yeah that's exactly how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> for him to, for just, but look again. I got nothing against a guy, you know, and he, you know he's he's he has his unique. He's very unique as far as like his wrestling style and on um, his skills. But for him to win that Royal Rumble, that was an issue to me. It's another reason why I got a little turned off from, you know, the, the, these biased picks from WWE. Same thing goes with this one. I was really hoping well, you don't you don't think uh, Drew nah. McIntyre deserved the win? No, nah. I I don't think so. No, no. There are so many superstars here. Um, superstars here that could have easily won it, like Braun Strowman. Like he would have been a good person to win it. But for a fucking Ricochet to come in and like the skinniest wrestler out of all the wrestlers here and just like kick Brock Lesnar in the nuts. And just have him eliminated oh, yeah, uh, that easy. I'm like the, that skinny ricochet guy, um, uh, the black dude. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like one of the skinniest wrestlers. Um, or, um, yeah, I even I, I thought also to uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, yeah, at least give some give it to Samoa Joe. Um, but when Keith Lee came out, Keith Lee and Strowman came out. That's when Brock, like Brock, was like, "Oh shit." I got fools bigger than me now that I gotta eliminate. That was pretty cool. That was cool with Strowman and um, Keith Lee, the, the black dude, the big black dude. I think he played football, uh, maybe college football. I don't know what too much about his, his history, or maybe he was like a strong man. But he's got the build to where he can easily take down Brock. Him and Strowman, Strowman too. Strowman's got that like. I think he's like the new Big Show. Yeah, but that yeah, thing was cool. Tall, big buff, like white guy. Yeah, now, yeah, I will say he's this, like though, the next um, big show. Yeah, I, I will say this though. Um, Elias, that's his name. He came out number two. I was Elias. so happy when Brock eliminated him because I, I thought that dude was annoying. 
Oh, he's the guy that came out with the guitar. Oh, oh, came out number two. Yeah, I was glad he got eliminated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course you got John Morrison that came number five. He got eliminated. Coffee Kingston from New Day. He got eliminated quick. Well, not quick. He was there for a little bit. Brock Lesnar was playing with him. I didn't like how Rey Mysterio got eliminated so quick. I wanted him to do a little bit more before he got he got you know eliminated. Because I mean, he, he lasts longer than uh, Eric Rowan. He lasts longer than most people. Um, he got eliminated with New Day, Kingston, and um, Big E. And then when Big E came out, people were expecting, okay, this is this should be the guy to stop. Yeah, those those are like the, the unstoppable. Like the first thirteen, the first thirteen Eight. people that came out all got eliminated by Brock Lesnar. By Brock Lesnar, Sato got eliminated easily. Of course, Shelton got eliminated, and so did uh, Nakamura. <laughs> and, MVP uh, coming MVP. out as a Black Panther, <laughs> the Black Panther. <laughs> MVP, straight up like yeah, Wakanda. Uh, yeah, because uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Booker T's like, man, Booker T's like, man, he looked like he just came out of, came back from Wakanda. Well, Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> And then I think Bertie made a joke when he got eliminated. <laughs> and then he made the joke when um, he got eliminated by Brock Lesnar. He's like, Brock Lesnar's got some vibranium in him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something. He said something. And of course, he got um, number 13, Keith Lee and Braun Strowman. Now, that was the Brock Lesnar stopper right there. Right? Yeah, those no, guys uh, got eliminated. Brock Lesnar stopper was the. They all got eliminated by Brock. The, the Brock Lesnar stopper yeah. was uh, Drew McIntyre who ended up winning. No, it was stupid Ricochet, bro. Fucking Ricochet, and then Drew McIntyre. Well, yeah, he kicked him in the kicked him in the nuts. Yeah, bro. man, that was so stupid. Too. Yeah, because Brock Lesnar eliminated both Keith Lee and Strowman at the same time when they were alive. Fighting each other, and then skinny ass Ricochet comes, almost double, and then kicks him in. That's of course McIntyre eliminates him, which ends well ends his streak because that puts Brock Lesnar um, in a tie with was it Kane? Who who who's the I think uh, so. I think who's so. the record holder? It was Kane, right? So he ties up with Kane as far as like record holders so both now somebody else has to break that time between those two so I was pissed off about that Drew McIntyre I don't know too much about him I was really pissed off um I was just like Paul what's his name Paul Shaman well according, uh, according to the commentators um well according to the commentators Drew McIntyre waited 11 years for his chance at a at a uh, opportunity to win the championship, so he finally gets his opportunity. Uh, title shot, I okay. say, with 11 years for a title shot. So, like yeah. I said, when you hear the backstory, and then plus he's the one that kind of eliminated Brock Lesnar and finished him off, you kind of knew right then and there um, he was, was going to win. Yeah. All right, so my review for the pay per view in total, the entire Royal Rumble, is I enjoyed it. Um, oh, as somebody who does not watch, what? What, what about what, what about like um, some of the other um, um, 
comebacks from the Royal Rumble roster. I think we're missing a few. Oh, well, okay. Edge, yeah, Edge, he made his return for the first time in nine years, they said. Mm-hmm. And uh, MVP was another one that came back. Um, the one that was just like the, the Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you got Randy Orton, who's like good friend. Edge, right? And uh, that's yeah, but pretty Randy funny. Orton was, uh, but Randy Orton wasn't making a comeback, but he, he's, still, he's still wrestling. Same thing with Ray Mysterio. No, I, I know. Wrestling. No, I know. It's just the fact that they reunited. Uh, him and him and Edge reunited oh, yeah, in the ring. So with he were... Yeah, see, uh, tell you, that tells you how long it's been since I watched wrestling. I didn't even know uh, they used to be a tag team. Well, I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, even, I didn't even know that until I heard this from the commentators. See? I was paying attention. Yeah. Like, they've been reunited for, like, how many years they were tag team? Like, oh, I didn't know that. So the commentators were uh, yeah, giving I, me a lot of insights. Yeah, because I thought cause I thought Edge. I just remember Edge and Christian. I didn't know like Edge was texting. Yeah, with, but they like, broke Randy up. Orton. Yeah, Edge and Christian were together for a bit, but then of course they broke up afterwards. Yeah. What? How did you feel about that scene when they were like complimenting each other? Because what what I what I like about that one scene is when Randy Orton's like, "Damn, Edge, you're looking shredded. Yeah, you look great, bro. Yeah, you." Too ready, yeah. You look great, <laughs> like sucking each other's yeah, it's, been, it's, been, it's been nine years, bro. Yeah, yeah. How's the how's Beth and the kids? How's, uh, how's the kids? They're great, they're great, yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, they start, they actually agree to help each other out and eliminate each other, eliminate some, some, um superstars but towards the end of course randy being randy the viper or is it the viper or the snake what do they call him what's his nickname they call uh, randy orton the, the viper yeah the viper uh he was he was about to eliminate um edge but of course edge turns his back and does a shit to him instead so i thought that was pretty funny and that's that pretty much almost completes all the roster. I mean, you got Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, SOS, and we know what happens after that. Samoa Joe, right? Down, down to the final four, and we all know who wins. Yeah, and I'm not four, very uh, final four was uh, the final four was Samoa Joe, uh, Seth Rollins, Edge. 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 The final four was Roman Reigns, Reigns. Edge, um, Edge, Randy Orton, and uh. Uh, Drew McIntyre. That was the final four. Drew McIntyre. So that's when I realized, okay, it's going to Drew. But for yeah, Edge see, to be eliminated, uh huh. I said, like, once he eliminated Brock, and then like I said, the whole storyline of, oh, he's he's been in the WWE for eleven years, has never got a title shot. So okay, there, he's gonna win because they're they're giving the whole background story and. They're trying to make you feel sorry for him too. The root for him, like, oh man, eleven years he's never gotten a title shot. Shit. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I guess. I guess it's just the man's way of saying, like, look. Mm-hmm. I 
think this is Vince McMahon's way of saying, like, look, bro, man, you've been working for me for 11 years. Here. You know, I'll let you win the Royal Rumble. Here's your race. And you get to main it's event. pretty much same. You get to main event same. WrestleMania. Yeah, it's his way of saying, here's your promotion. Yeah. So, who do you think he should challenge, though? The SmackDown champion, The Fiend, or the Raw champion, Brock Lesnar? Of course, Brock Lesnar. Of course, Brock Lesnar. Because even when he eliminated like, I like, uh, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, what? No, go ahead. No, I said because like there was even a, even after he got eliminated, Brock Lesnar was like throwing words at him saying, oh yeah, I'm going to remember that as he was walking away or as the officials were walking him away. He just looked at Drew McIntyre like, okay, okay, yeah, I remember that. So I think I think there should be there should be like a story between these two, especially. I mean, Brock Lesnar is like, I mean, he's he's he. he I think he's Drew McIntyre is like, I think he dwarfs everybody. He's really tall. How tall is he? Like almost eight feet tall or what? Uh, he's like McIntyre? Shaquille size. Yeah. It's like Undertaker uh, height. Let me uh, let's see. Let me Google that shit. Let, let's Google that shit. Google it, Google it. Like my mom would always say. Uh, oh, see, Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre. Actually, no, he's actually uh, the same height as The Rock. He's only six five. Oh, six five. Okay, okay. Still taller than The Brock Lesnar, of course. Uh, yeah, he's uh, see how tall is Brock? Brock so, Lesnar is six um, three, inches, two inches shorter. So he's two, uh, three inches taller than me. Still, pretty big dude. Um, I think it would be interesting for him to fight Brock Lesnar, since Brock Lesnar is the uh, WWE is he WWE champion? Oh, uh, champion. Uh, he's the he's the champion for Raw, and then the oh, Fiend is the okay. champion for SmackDown. Oh, uh, okay. I think it'd be more interesting for him to uh, fight Brock Lesnar. Brock, Le- I don't know how he does it. Paul, Paul Heyman, he says Brock Lesnar. Um, okay, I, I, I think he's going to fight Brock Lesnar because I think I agree with you. I think they're gonna. I think they kind of set it up for him to fight Brock. But I, me personally, because I, I love the character, I'd rather see him fight the Fiend. Uh, okay. That's cool. So, oh, go ahead. No, I said that's cool. Yeah, so I was going to say like, <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say like, overall, <laughs> um, I, I, I enjoyed the... <laughs> Overall, I enjoyed the pay-per-view. I thought it was uh, very entertaining. Um, I-, I like the fact that um, as somebody who doesn't watch wrestling, it was easy for me to follow along as far as like the storylines and stuff like that. My only, my uh, my B, I have two beefs with the, the entire pay-per-view. Uh, number one, it's way too fucking long. Uh, <laughs> I went back and watched uh, the Royal Rumble uh, Royal Rumble 2000. Royal Rumble 2000 was only two hours long. You fast forward 20 years to the 2020 Royal Rumble, 
it's four hours long. To me, that's way too long. Because wrestling is supposed to be for like kids, and it's hard to get a kid's attention span for four hours. I'm a grown ass man. I'm an adult, and I even I had a hard time sitting through that whole thing for four hours. So that was one beef. Is that it was just too long. I think they need to go back to how it used to be. Just cut it down to like two hours, maybe three. And then, um, and then secondly, as much as I, I like to see uh, some of the old people come back, like Edge and MVP and all them. I think that WWE's problem is the same problem that I have with a lot of the Disney films nowadays that they're relying too much on nostalgia. I think you should like let these uh, new uh, wrestlers shine a little bit and not give in so much to nostalgia, you know. I mean, as cool as it was to see Molly Holly, uh, I don't think she was really needed. Uh, same thing with Edge. Like, as cool as it was to see Edge, he really wasn't needed. Um, so that, that was, those were my, my issues with the pay-per-view, but overall... I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. And if I was the rated, I'll give it a 8 out of 10. So what about you? What's your thoughts on the 2020 Royal Rumble? Uh, I can dig it. So good. I loved it. Man. I, I think what really, really, really got me interested on in this the most is the first time watching the women's royal rumble i found that very fascinating i mean these women are beautiful i mean i think every every women every um superstar that came out in the uh, women's royal rumble just shined i mean they all had their even though if you've seen maybe a few minutes of them and you don't know the, the, the background story it's like you know a little bit of them enough just just based on how they interact with each other so i loved it i love some of that stuff um, as far as like overall with just this whole pay-per-view, yes, it was long, just as even longer than watching a Star Wars film. <laughs> or, but see, this is, I'm a guy who watches Lord of the Rings, the extended version, so I don't really care. I can, I mean, I can pause, I mean, you know, pause it if I want to, you know, if I need to take a break. Lengthwise, I don't mind, I guess, because I can always take a break. Or if there's like a match that I don't want to yeah, watch, yeah, I can yeah, skip that. Yeah, that. Yeah, but like the Bailey fight. Though, you you watched it. But the thing is, though, you watched it like taped. I watched uh, it live, so there was no pausing, skipping it. No, but but see, like okay, because we have or you have the um, the app already. Like even though if you skip the fight or you miss the fight or you had to do something and miss a fight that's not. I guess that um, interesting for you to watch. You can skip that part and like do something else, take a break or something, watch something else. And then just if you miss it, you can always go back to the app and watch the replay of whatever fight you miss. Just go back to that scene. You can always do that. So, well, I mean, it doesn't really take it away. Well, see, now that I know that on the app, though, you can actually uh, do that. Cause mm-hmm. before I didn't know that you can actually you know rewatch it, so I just watched it live straight up. But now yeah, you, you felt you like you're obligated to watch everything, you know? <laughs> yeah, like I can't miss so anything. I'm obligated to watch this. Yeah, so I sat, I sat for the full four hours, and I was like, okay, this is way too fucking long. Well, I didn't pause it. I'm just saying those are options, you know, just in case you get, you know, you get tired or you need to do something. I watched it. I watched I, I watched the whole I watched the whole four hours so there was no breaks for me I mean 
Maybe I, I, I ate some cup of noodles and cooked something or warmed up something while the fight was on. But other than that, there were no major breaks because I wanted to watch the whole thing. Um, four hours is long, but I don't mind the length because there was a lot of exciting things that were happening. It didn't really bore me. They're not too much. Nothing really dragged. Uh, even even some of the parts that were not that interesting or entertaining, it didn't drag really. Uh, um, and yeah. Um, oh yeah. Like you mentioned about the, uh, you know, some of these old cats making a return. Uh, I don't mind it, but like you mentioned, it's not needed. Like give the new cats some time to shine. Um, except for the rock. I always like it when he does a comeback because it's always electrified and he always make, he always does the best comebacks well, out of everybody. Yeah, well, with dad, he just dad makes it entertaining. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he he was gonna show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks. Um, but one out of ten, I'm gonna give the the men's the men's Royal Rumble out of ten. I'm gonna. I give it uh, 8.5 because, <laughs> because right, well, okay, for me uh, okay, <laughs> for the men's rumble yeah, I'll give it 7 out of 10 and Damn, for the overall pay per view and then for the overall yeah. pay per view I'll give it a, a 8 out of 10 Wow, okay, okay. So overall pay-per-view, I'm going to give it 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. The men's division, okay. Um, 8.5. Um, the the women's, 9.5, of course. That was, I think, man, I think the, the women's Royal Rumble was even far more interesting, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just, yeah, actually, actually, it was, yeah, actually enjoyed it more. It's been, like I said, that was my favorite match. Yeah, yeah, that was. I... I didn't. I didn't think anything could top that. You know, there were a lot of funny scenes there too, which I, I loved. I mean, there was there was things there. See, my favorite part about the Royal Rumble, the men's Royal Rumble, was Brock Lesnar just fucking cleaning house. That was shit was fun. Um, other than that, Drew McIntyre eliminating Rock or Ricochet. Gosh, it's like the one, two, three kid, fucking, you know, eliminate. Meaning the Undertaker, <laughs> you know, it's like what the fuck? How did that happened? Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe they were trying to give the Ricochet some time to shine too. It's like, oh, he's the guy who helped eliminate the the, the animal or the beast or whatever. So, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I, I look forward to watching more Royal Rumble and you know Royal Rumble. Uh, uh, events for the next few years for the next future installments and Wrestlemania I look forward to watching Wrestlemania absolutely well the next one will be uh, March 8th will be uh, the Elimination Chamber so we can do a review on that one which is the pay-per-view before Wrestlemania let me also mention the quality of the uh the HD quality of of this Royal Rumble was really good. Very, very, very good.
it's so, true. Uh, it's so damn uh, true. It's true. It's true. It's, it's damn true. It's true. What? 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 <laughs> Stone Cold. Stone Cold in the uh, promo. What? What? I said what? <laughs> you didn't hear me, did you? Say what? Oh, yeah. So funny. Now, here's my question to you, Big Ed. Because right. of your experience with this Royal uh, 2020 Royal Rumble, does it does it elevate your interest in watching, like you know, getting to know the future installments, like the future generation of the wrestlers from now on? Like, are you going to be more invested in these characters now that you watched the Royal Rumble 2020? After not watching wrestling for a few years, like for a very long time. Uh, yes, but I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite because I did not watch Raw Monday night, so I really fucked up. But I, but it did, oh, it did pick up. my interest. It did pick my interest uh-huh. though. Uh-huh. All right, cool. So same here. Like, um, just watching the Royal Rumble just makes me want to go to the gym more, and I don't know it's just so. Inspiring, like watching like these athletes, you know, do all these like stunts, and like, you know, it's it's really cool. I like it. It's, it's so entertaining. It's inspiring. It's motivational. Like, I wanna, I wanna get more involved and uh, more invested. I wanna get back in, into uh, you know the WWE. Definitely. How about you, Ed? Does it does it, it like does it motivate you to uh, hit the gym more often? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> it's it, it did. Uh... <laughs> You're like, should I lie? Should I just say yeah? <laughs> 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 it's a long pause. Like, or should I just tell the truth? I'll tell the truth. <laughs> nah, I'm. I'm uh... No, it, it didn't motivate me to go hit the gym. No, I got my, I got my mankind body. You got your mankind body. You know what? I, I'll tell you this. And, and for those, for those uh, listeners that don't know how Inspector Ad look, like I think it's, I think you would, I think you would look good as a wrestler. I think you can pass as a wrestler because you still got like that bulky look. You know, you got that, that you know. It kind of reminded me of uh, Mark Henry. You know, if you bulk up more, you probably look like Mark Henry, or even much better than Mark Henry. Like Big Show in his prime. So, like Big Show, like twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, like in the Water Boy, Water Boy days, definitely. If you smell what our podcast is cooking. <laughs> I'm just doing all these like <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> uh, do you have one in mind? All right. So, uh, but yeah, <laughs> that, that is it. That is it for That's uh, it. No, today's, uh, that is it for today's show. 
And uh, you can yeah. follow me on uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Expect the Ant. You can follow us on Facebook uh, at Silhouette. You can also follow us on Tumblr at Silhouette. Uh, on Tumblr, we I post uh, episodes on Tumblr as well, so you can uh, listen there. Also, too, yes. you can find us on uh, yeah, you can find us on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, yes. uh, Spreaker, uh, TuneIn, Stetcher, yes. Spotify. Uh, we're now with Anchor, and uh, did I say uh, iTunes? And I, I'm not sure if I said Google Podcast, but if I did, I'm gonna repeat myself. Google Podcast. <laughs> so we're all, we're all over the place. And uh, also to uh, you're all over the place. Listen to this episode. When you listen to this episode. Follow the link. Uh, there's a link to our Patreon. Uh, once again, man, any, anything uh, helps. Any donation helps, man. You get a. Uh, we can give you some merch. We'll be the first ones to listen to our uh, podcast before we release it anywhere else. You also get the commercial free shit. So, uh, yeah, man, help us out. And uh, Romeo, uh, any uh, social media, any shout outs? Well, everything that you mentioned, and also Aubrey, I'm just, wait, Aubrey Freely, Aubrey Freely underscore 81 is uh, my Instagram. So, yeah, you can DM me there, follow me there. And yeah, that, that's that. Any shout outs? Uh, no, uh, no shout outs this week, but uh, you can catch us uh, next week or later on this week, uh, depending on when we record our next episode. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's it, man. That's the bottom well, line. Cause expect to answer, so oh, because expect to expect to answer, so yeah, yeah, I know you said that already. Sorry, go ahead, do it again. And that's the bottom line, because expect the ant says so. That was really good. It's really good. I can tell you can't really yell that loud because you don't want the people around you to think you're crazy. <laughs> or you can do like Paul Bear. We're coming back. <laughs> I love Paul. He passed away though. Rest in peace, Paul Bear. Wait, what's his real name? I, just, I, don't, I don't know his real name. I just know he was a Paul Bear. Yeah, it was awesome. I love Paul Bear. Undertaker, you better be careful because King will put you back in your grave. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> So scary. <laughs> so rest in peace. Pieces. Pieces. All right. Good night, everybody. We'll be doing uh, what? WrestleMania? Uh, no, the one before that. Uh, Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait. Have a yeah. nice day. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you, nigga. <laughs>